Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello. Welcome to Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka. I am a green realtor and a lead green associate in Los Angeles and also the host of the show. Today I have Sophie Castro, an interior designer, and she's my fellow lead green associate. Originally from Paris, France, Sophie studied interior design at the Parsons School of Design, New York City. She had co-owned a store in upstate New York focused on supplying environmentally friendly products for the homes and gardens. Other than having lived on the East Coast in India, in Honolulu, she has now settled in Los Angeles. Before her career in space design, She was a professional dancer. She studied holistic health, yoga, and meditation for many years, all of which comes into play as she thrives to create well-balanced, healthy, and beautiful spaces with a Parisian flair. She's also committed to eco-friendly and sustainable interior design, considering indoor, indoor air quality, energy conservation, and how the furniture and furnishings furnishings are made of. So we will explore some interesting questions with Sophie. So Sophie, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'm so happy to have you. Hi, Izumi. It's a pleasure to be with you. You know, I, I need to say I love your podcast, and I so appreciate you bringing like-minded professionals together to talk about Building yes. practices is so important. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I'm so grateful to have you in my my sphere as well. So let's dive into some interesting questions. So first question I had, and how how the interior design and decoration influence the well being well being for us as human beings and also our animal friends. You know, you you had sent me this question ahead of time so I could think about it. And I think it's so interesting, especially this word well-being. You know, I like to to look up the definition of words so I can understand the meaning fully. Mm. And this word Mm -hmm. well-being means the state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. So it's interesting how you look at those three aspects and you translate that into space design, you know? And can we have the three together, the comfort, health, and happiness? Right. And Mm -hmm. I guess uh, with the times we're in, we probably want to focus on the health part with this pandemic Mm. time. We're spending so much time at home uh, the last few months. So the health in spaces, you know, by the way, the EPA, the, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, reports that the average American spends 87% of their time indoors. Wow. And I guess it, it's insane, yeah? Yeah. So I think it's probably more now with this pandemic. Yeah. So I, I think um, 
where we surround ourselves in our interior spaces have become really important at this time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the, the starting point is what are things made of? Um, you know, we, we got, when it comes to furniture, furnishings and decoration and, and space design, we got paints and varnishes, wood stains, we got lacquers and glues, adhesives, sealers, flame retardants, mm-hmm. stain repellents, you know, all those things that contain um, really toxic elements. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of a few such as the benzene and the formaldehyde, the ethanol, mm-hmm. you know, very common names we've all heard of, seriously toxic. Right. Yeah. And so the, the harmful uh, part of those finishes are called volatile organic compounds, VOCs. Mm-hmm. VOCs. Mm-hmm. And the, the harm comes from the fact that they, they linger in the indoor space for a very long time. They're invisible, they're odorless, and they, they're there for, for up to several years. So it's, um, it's, it's serious, serious toxicity. Um, mm-hmm. Because, they, you know, they, they do find their way to our lungs and skin. They're, they cause allergies and asthma, infertility. They can cause cancer, right. of course. So our immune right. systems are extremely challenged, even if we're not aware yeah. of that. Right. And one thing about those, uh, some of the uh, um, toxic gas chemicals, uh, they're heavy, they're invisible, like you said, and they're heavy. So they tend to stay on the, like, you know, near the floor, like ground level. So if you have like small child who are crawling around or pets, um, they're the ones that are inhaling those toxic um, air. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. young children, the pets. Yeah, definitely a mm-hmm. threat right. to them. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're pretty much everywhere in furnishings and furniture. We find them mm-hmm. in, in the synthetic forms, you know, like in sofas mm-hmm. and chairs and mattresses and pillows and cushions, you know. Right. We find them right. in upholstery fabrics and curtains. Mm-hmm. Um Flooring materials, carpets, right. rugs, plastics. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, we're surrounded. And, and yeah. the, the tricky part, I find, is that in the U.S., the, the labeling rules and regulations are a bit loose. So you, you don't always get a sense of what things mm-hmm. are made of. Right. So assuming that there is an amount of... VOCs, you know, and everything you buy uh, for your home mm-hmm. is, is a good guess. Actually, I, right. I just finished working with a client, and she, she was creating a nursery for her first child, just born a few days mm-hmm. ago. And she had not thought about what's in a cream mattress. Right. We, you know, so we, we talked about the standard mattresses that you find, um, and they're made of 
synthetic foam layers. Uh, they're, they're held together with a toxic glue, typically. They're right. in a polyester kind of fabric. And then they're mm-hmm. sprayed with flame retardants. So to me, it's horrible to imagine a newborn breathing in yeah, you know, all yeah. the toxic fumes. It, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's real. So I think yeah. looking at what things are made of in our furniture and understanding mm-hmm. the importance of protecting our indoor air quality um, will ensure that, that our interiors mm-hmm. are safer. Yeah. Right. Right. So where 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 can you find those or how do people find uh these materials that are healthier to bring into your home or uh what do what what do we look for in order what to can we do? <laughs> Yeah, right? described so far is it sounds a little bit depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the good news is that, you know, there's a lot of people and manufacturers that are trying to change the, the standard practices and using mm-hmm. less harmful chemicals. It's a slow process, but it is happening. So b- before we get into, you know, what to look for, what kind of products are safer, I, I want to mention a couple of things because okay. um, since we... You know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a challenge to find furniture pieces and furnishing that are completely toxic-free. So right. whatever you're going to acquire, I always tell my clients to really take the time to, for the process of, of gassing. You bring your piece mm-hmm. home, your mattress, your rug, your new table, put it outside for a couple of days if you can, mm-hmm. or in your garage, mm-hmm. you know, keep the door open, put it in an empty mm-hmm. room with the windows open, uh, right. use a fan so that the air circulates and you really get the most of the VOCs uh, out of mm-hmm. your space. Right. So that's important. And another thing to, to look for is most renovation usually um, involves repainting. So right. use zero VOC paint. And mm-hmm. the, the label on the can will tell you that it has no VOCs. Mm-hmm. They're called right. uh, latex paints, water-based uh, paint. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's a no-brainer to, to, to get yeah. zero VOC paint if you can. And I think yeah. it's becoming more, uh, more and more available at you know, the uh, VOC-free paints are becoming more available. And in California, in fact, uh, by law, they can only sell low VOC or less. So I don't have the the number of what percentage qualified to be a low VOC. But, um, you know, we're in, in a pretty progressive state in terms of environmental regulation. So... Um, it should be easier to find. But let me, I, I had a question about the one before about uh, furnitures and things. And you said to leave those uh, items outside or in the empty room for a few days. Um, mm-hmm. So once they, once they off gas 
a certain time period? Are they going to be gone, or do they still continue to uh, produce the old gas? Do you know? I think you should assume that it's going to off gas for a while. So mm-hmm. depending on um, you know what space you're creating, I think you right. need to replenish the indoor air. Uh, fresh mm. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So that's another aspect, you know, of um, mm-hmm. the in there, indoor air quality is really important. Right. So yeah. uh, the flow, proper flow of fresh air will help a lot. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, okay. Thank you. But, but uh, yeah, and I, I just want to add, you know, if, if you are uh, furnishing a space for small kids, or newborns, or mm-hmm. pets. I think right. paying attention to this uh, and what's in in the furniture is is yeah. very important. Yeah. 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 I agree. But you know, speaking of children and pets who are you know lower on the ground level um, to the floor, how about the floor materials? Because you know, nowadays, mm. a lot of people I see that are putting in engineered woods or plastic mm-hmm. even. Um, yes. what, what do you say about those things? Well, it comes back to what it's made of. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to floor, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's an interesting, it's a vast question because um, there is what the product is made of and there's mm-hmm. a sustainable aspect of the product itself and how mm-hmm. it was made. So right. um, that's uh, maybe it's the next question, but um, for flooring, I would stay away from petroleum-based, vinyl, plastic mm-hmm. type of flooring if possible. And there's mm-hmm. great options that are really um, non-toxic, less toxic, such mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Um, reclaimed wood, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice option because I mean it's not always available, uh, but it comes from demolished old buildings or barns or railroads, and it can uh, bring a nice patina. And uh, mm-hmm. it has a history, so it has already mm-hmm. of gas. It has already aged, and he has no toxins uh, typically. Mm-hmm. If you are going to use wood, um, you want to make sure that it's um, certified by the Forest Stewardship Council (FSC) certified. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially mm-hmm. in the state of California, that's pretty much all you can find. Um, and if you want to go aside from wood, there's beautiful options such as cork that is super mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never gets cold under your feet, you know, and now comes right. in a lot of colors and different patterns. Very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's also an an environmentally friendly linoleum material called marmoleum. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's interesting. It's made with uh, cork pulp 
and wood flour and recycled bits and pieces of fabrics and uh, linseed oil, you know, colored with natural dyes. Very interesting product. So, so are they are they very um, accessible? I mean, if yeah. you as a designer know how to go find them, but if uh, you know common homeowners, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if if I want to go to like say Home Depot, can I find those materials, or are they still kind of a Exotic items. No, they're not exotic anymore. I don't think people <laughs> will have all of these. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's different manufacturers doing different things and a bit of diluted, non-toxic versions of say of things. So you find mm-hmm. a range of from the non-toxic to the toxic and everything in between. So mm-hmm. it's good to read labels and ask questions. But if you Google all of these products, it's very easy to, mm-hmm. to you know, to find your way to them. Um, right, there's a, right. There's a site I really like that has been, it's actually a store and a site uh, with a lot of information that has been there for many years. It's called the Green Building Supply. It has a lot of these mm. products with explanation on why they are different and why they are uh, green options. That's great. But, yeah, That's a great they're, resource. They're definitely. Yeah, they're definitely available now. And so, what do you think in terms of uh, price range? Is it still, uh, do you think those, what we call, or what we consider uh, environmentally uh, friendly or sustainable Items are they? Do you find that they're still more expensive than the traditional, conventional materials that people have been using all these years? I think they are still a little bit more expensive. I want mm-hmm. to say average ten percent more. You know, mm. so mm-hmm. a little bit more, but the rewards. And, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that um, you have a healthy environment is right is worth, you know, is worth the investment. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, you know, food selection. Mm-hmm. You go organic and how much and all the time or not. You know, those are questions that affect your health and well-being directly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 what are some other considerations uh, for designing your home if you want to have sustainability in mind? So, you know, you you were asking about floors, and then there's also mm-hmm. the rest, you know, of the room. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there are countertops and there's the walls, and so it's also good to look at other options uh, that are greener you might consider. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to add Mm -hmm. for the flooring, uh, if you're going to use rugs or carpet, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. think of natural fibers if possible. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. wool and cotton and silk and natural grasses, you know, like seagrass and sisal, those are better Mm -hmm. options than your synthetic uh, polyester 
woven mm-hmm. material. Mm-hmm. And what's important is to consider what the back is uh, underneath the carpet. Um, right. Okay. Because those are often, um, you know, synthetic polyurethane uh, materials that are gas mm-hmm. VOCs. And then there is mm-hmm. the glue and the adhesives that are used right. to, right. to glue uh, your carpet or right. your, your tile, your cork tile or your carpet tile on the floor. Mm. So another mm-hmm. thing to consider. Um I wanted to mention some countertops uh, yeah. options that I think are interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's this company that makes slabs uh, made of cement or resin in which they mix uh, pieces of recycled glass, you know, in different oh. concentrations and, and sizes and uh-huh. colors. And that's mm-hmm. very interesting because it's a, it's a nice alternative to granite or quartz, and oh, sometimes wow. it looks like mm-hmm. a, a quartz countertop, but it's uh, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, um, and which one is that one? It's called Vetrazzo. Vetrazzo. Um, okay, sounds Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another <laughs> company that uh, makes uh, slabs for countertops that are made of recycled paper mixed mm-hmm. with uh, they bake it with a non-petroleum-based resin, mm. and, and it gives a, a very soft uh, material, still hard and durable, but very beautiful for kitchen countertops or um, mm-hmm. bar tops, you know. And this is called paper stone. There's different companies that paper stone, that, but yeah. Wow, um, they recycle use recycled paper. That's that's yeah. really a great idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. So in those materials, you know, you, you cut them and, and handle them like stones, you know. So mm-hmm. send tools to, to create a top with them. It's interesting. Right, right. And of course, right. you know, another option is the, the marmoleum we were talking about, this uh, eco-friendly mm-hmm. linoleum material can also be used mm-hmm. for tops. Uh, right. That's a nice option. So yeah, that's that. And for walls, I wanted to mention a couple of products I think are interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Besides the zero, zero VOC paint, because you know we think of paint as the traditional way of coloring our walls, but when you really think about what paint is made of, it's actually kind of a plastic layer you Mm -hmm, put on your wall. mm -hmm. So what are the alternatives? You can use wallpaper, and these days you can find a water-based ink wallpaper that are free of PVC and free of flame retardants with low VOC content. Again, you have Mm -hmm. to look at the labels, but it is possible, and... um, that's a nice option. Of course, you want to use a glue that is right. low VOC to put it on your wall. So right. again, you know, you have to think right. of all the different elements you need. Um, right. And there's another product that I personally love. It's a clay plaster, 
I don't know if you've ever heard of this. And no, I haven't heard a, that one. It's cool. It's, it's pretty much a clay, you know, natural clay uh-huh. that is mixed uh-huh. with natural dyes for colors and different sand, you know, uh, different sizes. So you, you, you get different textures from smooth mm. to rougher. And you mm-hmm. apply it as a plaster. And clay is uh, it's a very interesting natural element because it it sucks in the moisture from the air when there's too much humidity and when it's too dry right. it releases the 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 water you know particles mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like having a breathable wall and it's um, it um, it's good for mold regulation. Mm-hmm. Very right. interesting product. So it's called American Clay is the, the US American uh, brand. Clay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, wow. Uh, you are giving yeah. me all these great resources. <laughs> you know, I, I wanna I also wanna mention that I do not um represent any of these companies, you know, I'm I'm not being compensated <laughs> by suggesting right. products. But as you, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, you know, I used to have a store where we only focused mm-hmm. on uh, eco-friendly right. products for the home and garden. Yeah. So I've known yeah. the products uh, and, and I trust them and recommend them in that way. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when when you are uh, working with your clients, Sophie, um, what do you find that the um, most effective way for you to um, present the ideas of what we call green designer or green interior design. And, and I'm assuming that people come to you because you have this special interest. Um, what does your conversation look like? What does, what, what does it look like with your clients? Like, do they, do they actually... Um, care about things, mm. or um, what? What do you find what? to be the the trend in your world? Hmm. I think there's definitely a, a growing trend. People are mm-hmm. concerned, you know, about creating indoor spaces that um, support their health. Mm-hmm. Well-being, mm-hmm. and um, because I think there is a growing concern about uh, uh, the planet and uh, mm-hmm. you know resource, natural resources depletion mm-hmm. and all those things. So I think slowly people are starting to to connect the dots. Um, right. And so we talk about um, you know. The air quality. We talk about um, what things are made of, and I, mm-hmm. I stress the fact that you know, as as um, consumers, we really have a say in um, the the product market and and the trade. You know, mm-hmm. and if we if the interest grows, um, the 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 producers of goods and and the manufacturers mm-hmm. will will listen eventually. So, 
I always talk yeah. about this a little bit. Um, yeah. I remind them that, um, you know, we, we need to be cognizant of um, where raw materials come from uh, mm-hmm. to create those products. You know, the, the right. cutting down of the trees for the wood flowing in furniture mm-hmm. and, and the mining of quartz and stone and marble and aluminum, you know, for our countertops yeah. and, and other things and extracting petroleum for plastic materials, etc. So yeah. we need yeah. to be aware of this. Um, yeah. And another thing we need to consider um and that's a conversation I have also when, when I can, is where, mm-hmm. how far away things come from. Right. Because, um, you know, sometimes we're a bit conflicted about this uh, sustainably harvested bamboo uh, furniture piece um, that comes from Indonesia, you know, and it's right. so far away from us. And so you have to right. consider the resources that were uh, used for the handling and, and uh, the wrapping and the material mm-hmm. that is going to end up right. into the landfills, etc. you know. Right. So it's a, yeah, that's it's an interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you cannot have that. I mean, you cannot be concerned about this every single minute. But yeah. I think it's something we need to, to think about once in a while. You know, yeah, the the human ecological well, footprint. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, yeah, there's just so much to talk about. So, Sophie, tell me uh, how people can find you. Well, do you have can, a website? Or? Uh, yeah, I have a website, Sophie Castro Interiors, okay. and they can certainly uh, email me, uh, Sophie Castro SophieCastroInteriors.com. dot com. Yes. Okay. And the email is sophiecastrointeriors at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, I want to keep talking, but I'm really running out of time. Um, and I'm so grateful for you to, to share all your knowledge and inspiration. I'm, I'm very happy to have you on my podcast. So, again, this was so Home much. Green Home. Thank you. Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka. I'm a green realtor. You can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much, Sophie. Bye, Izumi. Be safe. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye.